Hello, 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 folks. Good to be back. Yes, Alison, back on. <laughs> uh, missed you guys. Last few days, been um, been having a bit of fun actually. Been teaching and uh, training uh, business entrepreneurs. Uh, uh, I am fortunate enough to um, hang out with some amazing people uh, every quarter, every three to four months. I get a chance to hang out with uh, a bit of a tribe of cool, amazing entrepreneurs and do some training. And uh, this time, I was uh, I was. Uh, not only a participant and learning, but uh, this time I was doing some training from uh, some of the experiences that I've had over the last 20 years. Uh, not only been property investing folks, but uh, also uh, running a couple of businesses, which, uh, which I love and enjoy uh, across a few of the businesses now. Myself and Sam and our team uh, across Australia and New Zealand, which is kind of cool. So a few lessons along the along the way. Twenty two years, twenty two years in business, um, twenty plus years in property investing. Learned a few things as we go. So good to see all of you guys here. Big shout out, Sean, Allison, Simon, Chris, Michelle. Good morning, Andrew. Just finished the night shift. <laughs> Uh, hopefully I put you to sleep, but but uh, in a good way, Andrew, in a good way. <laughs> but thanks for uh, staying up after your night shift, mate, and uh, good to see you uh, there. A few people jumping on now, which is uh, which is awesome. Anyone who's new, anyone who's new, hello, g'day, Jason Whitten, my name. Thanks for popping along, been uh, quick intros, you know, been property investing, like I said, 20-odd years, and... Uh, been training property investors across Australia and New Zealand uh, over 18 along the way, learned a few things, done a few deals, and uh, each morning, well, nearly every morning, last couple of mornings haven't uh, haven't jumped on, but uh, each morning we get together, hang out as a bit of a crew, and um, see if we can't share a bit of the wisdom of uh, what we've been up to in the property investing space. So thanks for joining me. Morning, whoever the Facebook user is. One of you guys is probably in in the group, in the, one of those groups. Um, but yeah, give us a shout out if you're new. Tell me where you're from, what you're up to. Thanks for joining uh, the Wealth Coffee Chat this morning. Uh, this morning I was going to have a bit of a chat to you guys about something that I was teaching uh, over the weekend and I was thinking about how this stuff um, applies to property investing. Yeah, <clears throat> a bit of a shout out to all the Melbourneites. Um, Thankfully, thankfully there wasn't uh, wasn't too much in the way of um, building carnage or anyone being hurt yesterday in the old earthquake in Melbourne. Bit of a bit of a shock. Bit of a uh, pardon the pun. Bit scary, of course. Uh, wherever you are, hopefully everything's fine for you. Stay safe. Um, that's for sure. Sending love and good vibes your way if. Uh, if you had a bit of a challenge with the buildings. But I thought I'd uh, circle around on what I was, uh, I had the privilege to teach over the weekend and sort of see how that fit into the world of property investing because it's an interesting one. We're all chasing something in property. Uh, and, and, you know, in reality, let's face it, when you start investing, you should approach it like a business. Um, you know, it, it's a, 
it's an activity. Uh, you got to learn some things. You know, there's a you know a, a bit of a rhythm, a bit of a process. There's a bit of a high order thinking about it. Um, and uh, I think some of the things that I was teaching on the weekend might be you know quite uh, appropriate when it comes to applying some of this methodology to us as property investors. So let me jump in and let's have a quick chat about what I mean by that. <clears throat> as property investors, we're looking to achieve something into the future. Now, chuck it in the chat for me, guys, um, while we're sort of all sitting here and having a bit of a look. Chuck it in the chat. We have a goal as property investors right now. What is the goal that you have um, in your mind, in your vision, in your future for your passive income and your property value? Chuck it in the chat if you want to play around. But let's just say we've got a goal of, you know, $100,000 of passive income. And, uh, you know, that equals to me, let's call it six properties, you know, and $3 million worth of real estate. Let's just, let's just call it that, right? Okay. Now, if that's the goal... In the world of property investing, we talk about this thing all the time. Passive income, absolutely. Uh, Alison, morning, Danny. Good morning, mate. The goal um, is something in the future, okay? Now, one of the things, one of the lessons that uh, we all know, or we should know, we've got a saying around here um, in uh, in these wealth coffee chats and at, at mentoring and our coaching program, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. Buy well, never sell, uh, and that's not accidental, team. When it comes to the conversations we need to have as property investors, right? So our goal is technically what's called a lagging measure. It's something that happens later, okay, later, and we need to know we need to know the time frame we're expecting that to happen. Okay, that blue is not great, is it, on there? So the challenge I see often, okay, the time frame, we want this to happen, this this goal, this lagging measure. Tell me in the chat team right now, what's the expectation of this, this goal showing up, the time frame of this goal, okay? What's your expectation when we set these goals, set these um, plans, what are we looking for? And look, I'll just chuck it down here. I can tell you right now, um, depending on the sooner the better, that's for sure, <laughs> Sean, the sooner the better. But we know, we all know that is something that you um, can't um, uh, accelerate too much. You can, you can uh, make it happen faster by a few little tweaks here or there. But we all know that we have, yep, 15 to 20 years, Alison. It is a property is a slow moving gig team. It's not, it's not, it's the tortoise in the race, not that rabbit or the hare or, or whatever it is. And what I can tell you, you know, literally sitting down with thousands and thousands and thousands of people is that uh, the longer we have um, in the market, I saw Sam did a little, a uh, little, coffee chat or a, a filler for me the other day, morning James, um, Michelle, you know, time in the market, okay? So as property investors, you know, 15 to 20 years, it also depend on your age. It, it, it may depend on your age as in the time you've got, but 
what I'm saying, team, uh, and good question, uh, the time it takes, the reality of property um, from scratch, team, it would depend on the dollars that you had. Now, if you've got a heap of cash laying around, if you've got a lot of cash but it's not deployed into the market, then, you know, this can happen fairly quickly. But how long did it take you to accumulate that cash? How long did it happen uh, along the way? I'm talking about a pretty well a standing start here, team, when it when we come to our lagging measure out into the future. And the challenge I find with property investors is that we we have a look at, at our uh, our goal, we were sort of focused on the goal, you know, number of properties, the value of the properties or the passive income. It's just those three um, metrics that we're measuring, right, the things that we're measuring. And how are we progressing? Are we going forward? Are we achieving what we want to achieve? The challenge becomes for uh, many of us is we get a little bit, uh, a little bit impatient along the way. <laughs> Tell me, folks, um, in the chat, has anyone anyone ever sat there and going, bloody hell, is this ever going to happen? Is this ever going to happen? Is Jason talking rubbish? Is he talking bullshit? You know, I've been going three years now. I've been going five years now. You know, um, nothing's happening or whatever. Anyone ever felt that way, you know, in the property game? And I can tell you, yep, yep, there we go. Yep, absolutely. And team folks, it is absolutely normal and absolutely to be expected because this takes some time to get going, we can second-guess ourselves, okay? Um, and I wanted to circle around on this one today, you know, five years after five years. And, you know, uh, I, I've owned many properties that, you know, I <laughs> give, give you a classic. Uh, owned a property um, uh, in uh, Long Jetty in New South Wales and uh, owned that property for 13 years. And it took 13 years for that property to double in value. Uh, and it doubled in value. It was literally flat for nine years. Nine years. And then boom, up it went. Okay. Um, yep. Most overnight success took years to come to fruition. Exactly, Michelle. All right. So the challenge team is we often, as property investors, we get obsessed with the wrong thing the wrong measurement, the wrong thing to focus on, uh, and we should be making sure we get dialed the behaviours, the places, the things that are what what is called a leading measure, a leading behaviour, the behaviour that leads to the outcome. Don't miss this one. Let me say that again. The behaviour and actions that will lead to the outcome, okay? And what are they? What are those What are those behaviours and actions that lead to the outcome? So let's say over here, we know what our goal is. What are these that are going to lead to the outcome in our behaviour, our actions, our choices when we're building our property portfolio, okay? Uh, let me ask you a few questions, you know, um, uh, are these behaviours here after three years uh, you sell your properties because they haven't gone up in value? Is that a behaviour? 
Is that an action that leads to the ultimate outcome over here? The answer is no. All right. So why is it that um, along the way we get, I, I see so many people start out with energy and excitement and then, you know, three, four, five years later, they've sold the property. Okay. What, what's going on there? Um, you know, uh, why is, is, is a behavior that, uh, you know, when it comes to maintenance, maintenance of a property, uh, you know, we complain or we are surprised that we have to uh, invest some money to up to maintain and keep the properties up to good standard. Is that something that's going to predict the future um, to hit our goal in a positive way? No, no. And so what we as property investors need to put our energy into is these predictive, influential, influenceable, I'm trying to say, <laughs> that's a tongue twister, <laughs> stay the course. Yeah, absolutely dead right, Alison. Stay the course, team. All right? There are plenty of things that we can get up to as property investors that can reinforce the prediction of hitting our goal into the future, okay? Plenty of things, okay? So what are these predictive behaviors that are going to help us hit our goal, okay? So it it doesn't take rocket science to work this out, all right? And it's kind of in reverse here. But you guys have seen this stuff, right? And I'm just going to flip this around because the lag is over here and then the predictive stuff is over here, okay? And you guys have seen these ones, right? Acquisitions, consolidation, lifestyle, uh, and legacy. You guys know the three stages, the three stages of um, uh, of investing when it comes to this stuff. We teach them all the time. And the, again, team, they're not accidental. Acquisition, number one thing at the front end, the number one leading predictive measure and it's influenceable, influenceable. Is that actually a real word, influenceable? I don't know. It, it seems pretty difficult to say, <laughs> but it's, it's probably a real word, right? So acquisition, team. Here's the drill. You need to buy the properties. Now, I unfortunately, I had a conversation the other week with somebody, uh, and they bought two investment properties. They had the capacity and have had the capacity in the last three years to buy another two, and because the first two that they bought, and they're only three years into this thing, the first two they bought um, didn't go perfectly, perfectly fine properties, perfectly fine properties, because the first two they have purchased didn't go perfectly, they didn't buy the other two. Now, that wasn't the strategy, Alison, dead right. Is the strategy, the acquisition strategy, you wanted six properties or five properties buying those four properties or five properties, Alison said it a few day, a few times uh, before, 
buy one property for every day of the week and that's what's going to happen. That property retires you on Monday. That property replaces your income on Tuesday. That property replaces your income on Wednesday. So they had the ability to buy those properties, but they stopped. Okay? Predictive, influenceable. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Influenceable. (laughs) I'm stuck on that one. The behavior, the number one predictive behavior along the way for your property, wealth, and passive income is to buy those properties. Team, don't overthink it. If you can and it's safe enough, you should. And when we drill down into some of the subsections of the buying strategy, the diversification, how you set up the interest, interest only, et cetera, et cetera. Team, the number one, the number one influential predictive behavior of hitting a goal, a property wealth goal in the future is to buy the number of properties you need. There you go. Team, crack on, all right? It's not that difficult. Stop letting all of that detail get in the way. Have a good strategy. Have a great coach that's going to help you do the the action and the behavior. The number one behavior in this consolidation phase, in the phase in the middle, and this one's the hard one, team. All right, this one's the hard one because... This is kind of the the buying is exciting. Getting out there and buying is exciting. The number one behavior that will help you get to that goal is maintain. Maintain those properties. You know, Sam talks about every 10 years or every 10 to 12 years, you know, the extra uh, capital and cash flow you keep in your buffer for your property deals. Invest, invest that back into the property and f- refresh the property up and boom, up goes the rents. 50 bucks, 100 bucks, 150 bucks, the rents go up. Buy the number you need, maintain the properties well as you're going along, all right? Um, and the number one in this stage or probably the whole stage is... Hold those pieces of real estate, team. You have the choice. These are the three, the three big ones. One, buy. Number two, maintain. And number three, hold. Hold the course. Go the distance, team. This is up to you. You get to choose, okay? This is your journey. This is your adventure. But what I can tell you is looking at the future or the values of your property and going, oh, my property hasn't gone up in value. This thing's not working is the wrong way to look. Do your analysis. Do your Due diligence, be happy that if you are going to buy that property, you are happy to own it for, team, forever. Buy well, never sell. And stop second-guessing yourself. Stop second-guessing yourself, gang. This is the secret to that wealth in the future. Missed you too, Jeff. 
Missed you guys as well. <laughs> Gets me going in the morning, catching up with you guys. So there you go, team. I spent uh, I spent four days, five days actually, with some amazing people. Um, and uh, it was all, Holly, good to see you, mate. Uh, it was fantastic to really just be able to teach and drill into this stuff. Team, what is the behavior today that is setting you up for your wealth in the future? Is that behavior whinging and complaining? You know, is that behavior, um, you know, not meeting with your coach? Is it like, oh, I don't want to catch up with my coach. I don't feel like it. You know, is that behavior avoidance? Is that behavior blame? You know, is that behavior going to get you what you want in the future? The answer is no. I can tell you that right now. What behavior, what can you influence and do today that is going to create the wealth for you in the future? It's a good question. I'll leave you with that today. Um, but I certainly know the big ones for you as a property investor, good habits. Aaron, you're dead right, brother. You're dead right. Team, wealth is a matter of small things, small important things done consistently for a long period of time. So hopefully that was useful today. I'm pretty, uh, you know, I've been energized after the last four or five days, hanging out with some amazing people and then awesome to come back and hang out with you guys in the morning for a wealth coffee chat. Um, awesome to have uh, have you guys hanging out and uh, coming along. So that's about it. Wealth Coffee Chat done. Good to see all of you guys back. Good to be back in the, in the seat. And um, yeah, you guys stay well. That's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done for the day. Wherever you are, stay safe. Stay safe. Stay well. Stay positive. Make the good choices today that will pay off later on. Awesome to hang out with you guys. Join me tomorrow. 805, another Wealth Coffee Chat. <laughs> See you, team. Bye-bye.